A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to The World in 10, your roundup of the day's biggest stories straight from our correspondents at The Times of London. I'm Eleanor Shearwood. And I'm Lou Newton. Let's start with an update on the situation in Israel and Gaza. The Israeli Air Force has continued strikes, reportedly killing senior members of the terrorist group Hamas, including a key strategist. But as we know, this is also affecting civilians. The UN's negotiating to get food and other supplies in, and they're currently being blockaded by Israel. And there's been reports of a temporary ceasefire to get some people out. Now, that hasn't happened, but amid the confusion, large numbers of Gazans have now been gathering near the border crossing. Meanwhile, in the north, on the border with Lebanon, there had been an exchange of strikes with Hezbollah militants. Israeli forces had gathered there, but they're now leaving the area in a bid to de-escalate tensions, as that's not the area Israel wants a war in. But it seems like almost a certainty that they're preparing for some kind of ground invasion in Gaza. And the big question now seems to be, will that happen next? And if so, when? Some reporting says that any planned ground invasion on Israel's part won't happen until after President Biden's expected visit later this week. But the Times' Richard Spencer, who's currently based in Israel, told us there could be another reason for any delays. I don't see there's any real um, chance of that not happening, um, unless some bolt from the blue comes. Um, the Israeli army are not giving a, a time schedule. Um, my personal sense is it will take a bit longer. They, of course, have plans in uh, in place uh, for this eventuality because they've done it before. But they are now aware that they were caught on the hop um, 10 days ago and they do not want to be lured into a trap. So there'll be more preparation. It's my, you know, entirely speculative opinion. Uh, and also, yes, they, they you have to game out, you know, you can get your tanks into Baghdad and um, Kabul, but that does not mean you've pacified the country. And even if you manage to clear the houses of those Hamas gunmen, um, what what if they have gone to Khan units? What if they are um, merged back into the civilian population? So picking up on what Richard just said there, this invasion definitely wouldn't mean an instant end to any conflict. We've also been hearing from General David Petraeus, who's been saying a similar thing. Now, for some context, he's the former head of the CIA and was the general who took command of the multinational force in Iraq back in 2007. And he's given us an important reminder about just how dangerous any invasion of this kind would be. 
this is a mission that the military can carry out, but the risks are very substantial. The, the context could not be more challenging. Fighting an enemy terrorists uh, who don't wear uniforms, who can drop their weapons, will fight from civilian buildings and infrastructure whose headquarters, bases, and facilities are underneath hospitals, inside mosques, and so forth. Um, will employ suicide bombers, uh, will have improvised explosive devices. You know, if the defense is as creative as the terrible attack was, uh, there's no question that the, the challenges of urban warfare, normal challenges, will be further augmented. And you can read all of our correspondence, analysis and reports on what's coming up next by heading to thetimes.co.uk. Last week, The Times found prisons in England and Wales are full to bursting. Now, the Justice Secretary is planning to fix that by making the criminal justice system here more like it is in the US state, Texas. We've got The Times Home Affairs editor, Matt Dathan, to explain what that might look like. Long-term plans to start uh, reducing the uh, practice of judges handing out short sentences. So we're talking about sentences of below 12 months. So basically the presumption would be... in only to give a short sentence if it's a violent or sexual offence. So essentially make more use of community sentences and measures like tagging for low-level crimes. Yes, because Alex Chalk, the Justice Secretary, thinks that shorter sentences make for more hardened criminals rather than rehabilitating people. And it turns out that if you spend less than a year in prison, there's a 50% chance you'll go back. Anyway, these measures are being dubbed Texas-style reforms. Which is interesting because Texas is no for being tough, it's got the highest execution rate of any US state. Actually, what he meant by that was that even states like Texas are using more tagging and opting not to send low-level offenders to prison. So I guess the resounding question here is, well, will this work? In Texas, it seems to have data showing that the measures don't actually make people re-offend. But here in the UK, will that be different? Well, Times Radio's political editor, Kate McCann, has been following this. Here she is. This has been tried before a couple of times. The Tories had to row back on it because of a backlash. The reality in this situation is that Alex Chalk doesn't have really any wriggle room and the numbers back him up. If you're in prison for a short period of time, you are more likely to reoffend. Prisoners not likely to help you. Prison officers will tell you that. Those who make public policy will tell you that. But it doesn't mean that public opinion is behind that. Lots of people will say if you commit a crime, you should go to prison. I don't care if it's for six months or a year. You, you need to do the time. Throughout the year, we've been hearing about Italy's declining birth rate. You may remember that even Pope Francis made an appeal for Italian politicians to bring in policies that would encourage people to have children. Well, now the country's official data agency says Italy has the lowest number of 20-year-olds compared to most other European countries. Yeah, so to be precise, Italy has fewer 18 to 34-year-olds in proportion to the population than any other EU country. This has come 
from the Italian National Institute of Statistics and their data shows that the number of people in that age group has fallen by nearly a quarter in the last 20 years. Tom Kington's the Times correspondent in Rome who's got this story. He says the birth rate problem over the last few decades is the reason behind this. Whilst there's quite a big panic right now in Italy about people not having children, the birth rate problem has been underway for a long time, a generation. And we know that Italy has this reputation of loving children and loving bambini. That dates back to the mid-20th century and before, when children were seen as something that would sort of enrich the family, you know, more people to work for the family. So they were a kind of an asset. Then it kind of flipped. And at a certain point, children began to be a cost because Italy was um, becoming a more urban, modern society. Quite naturally, I think Italians started to think, well, hang on, I can't actually now afford to have so many children. You can add to that the chronic lack of support that governments have given out for childcare, you know, child benefit uh, deals. Um, Italy has always been lagging behind on this. Italy's Prime Minister Giorgia Maloney has been making pledges to support parents in a bid to get more people to have children. Maloney is now pushing through her first major budget and um, reports today suggest that it's going to be full of deals to um, sort of financial incentives to help people uh, have more kids. The key passage of this budget through Parliament is just getting underway now. Let's see if she can, uh, by the end of this year, prove she's good for it and she will actually have made life easier for parents in Italy. to end with a bit of lighter news today but actually maybe not because we're talking about how sumo wrestlers have caused a bit of a headache for Japan Airlines. So there was a group of them travelling to a tournament on a small island near Okinawa but when officials were looking at the flight plan they realised that the plane would actually struggle under the extra weight and that's because the average sumo wrestler weighs 50 kilos more than the typical Japanese citizen. And this problem just gets bigger and bigger really because the runway was too small for any larger plane so they had to schedule an entire new flight at very short notice to get them all there on time and on the way back get it way wait that was really bad yeah um it does seem like a pretty busy weekend for them though because hundreds of sumo wrestlers were attending Just before we go, I want you to cast your mind back to a time when The Simpsons was just beginning. Kylie was branching out of Neighbours and text messages were only just being introduced. WhatsApp wasn't even a twinkle in your eye. OK, listener, and if you hadn't got that, Lou is talking about the 90s. Now, if you want to test how well you know references that are perhaps slightly nicher than that, you can head over to The Times website. Something to fill your time before we're back with another episode tomorrow. See you then. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. 
Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 